Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of Dear Dance Moms, where each week we answer fans' questions. Your questions can be about anything personal advice, dance moms questions, mom hacks, anything you want us to answer. So, hey, moms, are you excited to be back? I am. We got some good questions this week. Why are you so tan? I get to see my girls. I don't know. I was in Pittsburgh. I shouldn't be tan. Well, it's 86 degrees. It was beautiful when I was there. I think I brought the nice weather. We've had a really nice fall. We it's have. Been beautiful. It's like 85 degrees out right now. I know. Yeah. Pittsburgh gets such a bad rap. People don't realize how gorgeous it is. I'm like, you are missing out. It is beautiful. It, it was beautiful well, the days I was there. Yeah. I laid out and, in the sun yesterday and I watched Greg doing laps in the pool. Oh, yeah. 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 It so was this so nice. This time of year is really nice. We get a beautiful <sighs> fall. It was so nice to see the leaves changing. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I haven't seen that in so long. Like we don't have that here. It was really nice. And come back in a, in one more week. They'll all, I mean, there will be yeah. so much red and gold. It's like a little jewel box, you know, mm-hmm. when you're driving. Yeah. I love it. Well, and Jill, the- I'm here for two weeks. So maybe you can make some of your chili for me. I will do that. Well, you know, chili is my Halloween thing, but for you, Melissa, will you be here? No, we just, we, you won't be. I would love to make you chili. <gasps> is your chili spicy? No. No. It's no. yummy. So if you like spicy chili, you won't like mine. It's a little sweet. Well, you can add stuff to it. Well, like, I put the put French hot red hot yeah. and Tabasco out for whomever. Like that's what like. Wendy's does. They give you a basic chili right. and then you can add that hot oil to uh, it. Oh, I love that hot oil. Yeah. I know you love well, hot. I like Wendy's chili. That, that's, you know, good chili. I heard somebody tell me that they make that chili out of all the old leftover hamburgers. I assumed, but I was like, what do I know? I, well, I, that, makes me, that makes I don't me like the hot. sound of that. Leftover hamburger doesn't sound. No, but it, the chili tastes good. It tastes good. It's just ground meat. It's like the edges of them. Like, you know, when you don't have a perfect burger, I mean, I don't think it's like, it's not scraps that they get off of a table. It's just like. <laughs> no, I thought it was like no, the burgers that I they know. cooked. Because they can only leave them cooked for so long before they have to discard. Right, right. Oh, I just, I just so that's what I thought. It was just those. I don't know. I'm not sold on that theory. Because I'm sure they have to make so much. How do they know how many leftover burgers they're going to have? I don't, maybe they just add that in. I don't know. I, don't, I have no idea. <laughs> we'll have to find I out. just heard that from somewhere. I don't even know where. Inquiring my I like it too. Oh. I love I'm not, not going to think too hard about that. No. I'm just then we won't want to eat it You're just going to enjoy the chili. <laughs> exactly. Yep. I was just That's happy. Me. Last night I had my first home cooked meal in so long. Greg made me a filet and a oh, baked nice. potato and broccoli. And he's on a diet and he made himself a pork chop and a baked potato because filets are too many calories. He's really? lost over 10 pounds. I hate a big filet this big. I'm like, mm. uh, yeah. How, when it's that thick, Melissa, seriously, 
how did, did he grill it? It wasn't that thick. It was just that big. Like it was round. round. Oh, I see. Yeah. Cause filet traditionally is a little thick. thick. I love them and I love them on the grill. I like mine, you know, I like everything medium well. And Erna likes his really, I like my prayer, but it's so hard when they're thick to know when they're cooked. Greg uses a meat thermometer. Because that way you can get the outside real nice and crusty and the inside will still stay pink because I like mine pink. Yeah. Greg Mm -hmm. likes his rare too, but mine, I like mine medium well plus. Yeah. Yeah. Did I tell you guys my new favorite thing? No. A smash burger. Where? What is that? Oh my gosh. I had no idea. I've heard about it. There's a place called Smash Burgers. I don't even think it's here in Pittsburgh, but I've heard of it. We were up in Ligonier at the Grey Goose Inn, which is so cute. Melissa, we should go to Ligonier Days. Oh, yes, let's go. While you're home. It's next weekend. Oh, let's go. Okay. I'm going to Delmont. I want to go to the Delmont Apple. Oh, yeah. My kids are going to that. Oh, yeah. Saturday, I think they're going. So look for them if you're there. Okay. So cute. But anyway, so a smash burger is a real thin hamburger. I've read about them. Like, how do you make a smash burger? It's a ball of meat. You put on a a very hot, not skillet or grill or skillet, griddle. Thank you. And you smash it with the- Like a wrought iron thing. With something. So it's real thin. Heavy, yeah. You would love it. It's my new favorite thing. I would like I, it because I like mine thin. And, I do too. And crispy and totally mm. cooked. There's no pink. There's I don't really like no pink in a hamburger. Juices Ooh. in it. The taste. Yeah. Oh my God. It has, it's like a little crispy and yeah. it's almost like a crepe burger. <laughs> it's really good. They're very good. They're good. Yeah. Where have you gotten any here in Pittsburgh, Hall? Not here in Pittsburgh, in New York, but I've had okay. smash burgers yeah. in various places. Oh, but yeah, I'm they're so very excited. Good. I, I've yeah, never had them at the restaurant smash burger, but places around here do sell smash burgers. But yeah, and I've had them at smash burger. I've never had well. a smash burger. original smash, smash, burger. smash burger. I have. I love a smash burger. Just saying, okay, you'll Great. like it too, oh. Melissa. When you were talking about you like your meat fully cooked. That's the trick of a smash burger. Lots of seasoning and fully cooked. Because I'm having a burger tonight for dinner. He's having chicken, but I'm having burgers. Oh, this is like. Or what is for dinner? Yeah. <laughs> we'll come to that. Yes. All okay. Patreon listeners, you have to subscribe to get our what's for dinner. And, yes. and you got to put your recipe up on Patreon. Yeah. I put my recipes up twice already. Good girl. Yeah, better step it up. Yes. Mm-hmm. I'm going to post your recipes today, Kel. Okay. And if you're, if you um, upgrade to 10, you get to go on live with us. So we're really excited about that. Yeah, yeah, so we can all talk at the same time. Yeah. <laughs> Lord have mercy. Have but it'll be a lot of fun. Trust me. <laughs> we have a lot of goodies for the elite here. We do. We yes. spend a lot of time creating that. So in addition to, uh, I'm so glad people like to hear us chat because we like to chat. Um, so it's nice to have yes. people join us on our conversation, but I really like our elites here because we have so many cute bonus things that we get to talk about and we decide on. So it feels like we have the power. So I'm really excited about those segments. So yeah, Hope people join the $10 elite tier. So join us there on Patreon for more yes. behind the scenes stuff. And it's yes. nice that we have the power because we didn't have the power for many years. <laughs> no. <Yeah>. Just saying. <laughs> You mean to say what we wanted to say or get it all out? Do what we want to do. But there were times, Mm -hmm. you guys, where we did get it all out and they never aired it. Yeah. But they only aired the bad stuff, not our good stuff. If we let something good out, they deleted that. They're like, (laughs) no, no, no. Too nice. Sorry. I'm so (laughs) I am too, Joe. So that brings me to our first question. It's a good segue. Yes. MJL commented and asked us the question, as the show continued to grow more and more popular, did you guys ever feel more self-conscious of things you would say and do while on camera? I mean, of course. Yeah. (laughs) I'm going to say I mentally thought I should shut my mouth and do watch (laughs) what I say, but sometimes I would just get so aggravated and so frustrated that it 
just come out. <laughs> really, <laughs> not sometimes. Yeah, a lot of the time. If you know me, like that's kind of how I am. I say what I think and I, I don't hold back. Like I'm honest. And so I really had a hard time doing that. And that's probably why I seemed so psycho on the show. But I wish I would have been more like you because that's how I'm now. Cause I'm telling you, no one screws with me anymore. And probably because I held it in for so many years, yeah. I wish I would have spoken up. I might've been arrested, but <laughs> like me, uh, yeah, yeah, I made my uh, partner in crime. Yeah, I mean, um, I just feel like I wish I would have, if I could go back, I would. Yeah. I just have a I, hard time biting my tongue. I would say I'm probably, it's like, yes and no. I would say, honestly, I was more self-conscious the first season because I was so aware of that microphone being on me I was so such a foreign object and I would be so nervous and I, I couldn't go to the bathroom with it on I felt so self-conscious it was just like a foreign device like throughout like the seasons you got more comfortable and I would and more I relaxed. honestly forgot and more relaxed you became yeah. um, very comfortable with the people who you worked yes. with including the different engineers whether they're a sound or they're filming you or the camera and you just in many ways I forgot they were there I mean, it sounds so artificial, but that's the best way I could describe it. I almost felt like they weren't there or they weren't important to whatever I had to say. <laughs> it was way more important than their presence. Like they, they were doing their yeah. job. And I definitely thought of it more as a, as a job in some respect, just like my job as a mother, my job as a dance mom, but not that I was performing in any way. But I would forget that the microphone was on. So. I think that's what they wanted. They wanted oh, all absolutely. that behind the right. scenes. Absolutely. That's what so that was my sense. I think I became less self-conscious of it because because I became more comfortable in the surroundings mm-hmm. and more comfortable with the sure. show. Um, and, and I would know, like, sometimes, like, you're being set up. You're being set up right now. And... You just don't know how it's, and you also don't know how it's going to be played out, like how it's going to be edited, how it's going to be played out. Exactly. I can't say I was more self-conscious. I was probably more aware. See, I Um, think Holly, in the beginning, I was more saying my things because I'm like, I'm on a reality show. I'm supposed to be speaking my mind. And then like with me watching it with the podcast with Christy, I'm rewatching. I see myself in season three shutting up because I'm like learning, like Kelly, you're being stupid. Shut up. Everybody else is having all these problems. It's you because you won't shut your mouth. So in season three, I start being quiet and not saying things. So I was, oh, that's interesting. I agree, Kelly. It took me a good two years to figure out, oh my God, Jill. Like you're being an idiot. They're taking advantage of you. You're on a reality show. Yeah. They're listening to your private conversations you're having with your daughter. Even though the cameras aren't on you, they still hear, hear you. you. Yeah. So then they take that crap. And work with it. Yeah. You know, yeah. Yeah. it took me a while. The worst thing for me, like I want to give everybody, I wanted to give everybody who watched the benefit of the doubt that they understand the pressure we're under and that, you know, I'm just a mom and we just wanted what was best for our kids. But it was hard for me. That's remember when we all first got on Twitter. Do you guys remember Twitter mm-hmm. was kind of new 10 years ago yeah. and people would say the meanest things. And I <laughs> thought, gosh, they really don't get me. They don't understand that we're not out to hurt anybody. We're just in literally protective mode. Mm-hmm. of survival yeah. mode of get through the day without any tears without any fights with and I think you know, everybody just was in mama bear mode like trying uh-huh. to protect their own kid yeah. right to do whatever it took to protect your kid and I think what people don't understand and it's so funny because I just saw I forget so many episodes and then yeah me will, too we'll post oh. a clip on, on TikTok and I'm like oh I haven't seen this in years yeah. and you watch it and I'm like oh my gosh I can't believe this happened and I think what people don't understand is like when you would stick up, not only for your child or for other people's kids, if you stick up for someone else's kid, inevitably it always brought it back to your kid. Your kid yeah. somehow got looped into like, it's yeah. not even about my kid, yep. but your kid got looped into 
all of the, the fray of the chaos. And as yeah. a mom, your first response is to protect your child. Like if it's not your fight, and I know for a fact, I was told there are times that this is not your fight. Like there are things like there are people that they need to sort this out themselves. And that's hard to watch. That is very hard to, to watch and to yeah. see happen. And as much as you can intervene and speak up for other people's kids, you, you do, but you know, going into it, you run the risk that your kid is then going to be the target. And I saw it today when I was looking at his clip, I was like, yep, there it is. Yeah. But the conniving that is like as an editor of a reality show, can you imagine what goes in their brain? They're like, oh, just like the one episode where Kira threw a water bottle at a producer and it made it look like she was throwing it at either one of us or Abby. And that was so it was, fake. She, it was Kira throwing it. I thought it was at Jess. No, she threw it at um, Jessica. I know, yeah. but in the show, they made oh, it look like she was throwing it at Jess. I mean, how funny, like, why would we ever throw water bottles at each other? I, I still stand, kind of I still stand, I still stand up. Why are you throwing a water bottle anyway? I stand by like, whether you're throwing it at a producer or another, mom, right. you're, still, you're still throwing a water bottle. Holly, I, I'm and sorry, I'm thinking, you're true. That's so I'm true. Like, it's fair game. Cause as soon as you see it, I'm like, oh, who is not going to use that? Because uh, what uh, wrong uh, woman, mother is not like, we we, and we've all have had our moments, but like when you see something like that, yeah. I mean, I've ripped my microphone off and broken it. And they said they were going to charge me $800. I'm like, no, you're not. You know, I mean, we've all done stuff like we, that. We but. have all have done something. We have all done something in the heat of the moment under yeah. pressure. So mm-hmm. exactly. And you, and you just know, well, that's going to be edited. Like, you know, yeah. that's, that's coming oh, back yeah, to haunt yeah. you. Oh, so many times come home crying, like, oh my God, you can't believe what just happened. And, you know, Erno would say, it's going to be okay. I'm like, no, it's just not because you know how they're going to make it just, I mean, it happened, but they're going to make it so much worse. And then we have to relive it again. And then (laughs) we have to listen to people tell us, why did we do what we did? And how dare us and all of that. So MJL, to answer your question, yeah, we we were very conscious of what was going on. Some things were just so hard not yeah. Yeah. to And I think also you're just in the midst of it and you're human. I think people forget we're human. We're not, we are not actresses. Like we're that's not, the key, right? We're there. not actresses. It's not like we had a script and someone's like, and this is your cue. And this is when you cry here. We're yeah. human and we're vulnerable and things happen. And when things happen to your children, you react as a mom. We were all talking about the mother bear. And yeah. on a logical level, you know what not to do. And you know what you I probably shouldn't do this, but on a very human emotional level, you can't ration with that. And it doesn't work as conveniently as, as you may think we can switch we it like on it and too. off. No, but doesn't. I remember we were in LA. I think we we're preparing for nationals and Kelly was upset, rightly so. And she was by the dumpster. She was crying. She was very upset. And as a friend, we were trying to get her away from yes. the dumpster. And Cause we, we didn't like, want her to feel like, oh my God, this is going to be on TV and you're, well, I was thinking in my crying by the dumpster brain that if I'm by the dumpster, maybe they won't post it. And that's, uh, that's why I say I got smarter. <laughs> Season three, I shut up and just didn't talk. But also it's like one of those things, like don't throw the shoe. Like if you stop by a dumpster, like, they saw you so vulnerable. Exactly. Right in for that. Absolutely. And, and it's like, okay, that wasn't yet. Are you aware? Yes. But at the same time, I, not I didn't care like that. at that point because I was just, I just wanted to get away from them. And that I was trying to hide there. You know, you just, until you're in that situation, you don't realize it. Like I yeah. went home and was like, oh, I should have did this. I should have did that. But in the heat of the moment, I just no. did whatever I could do to get yep. away or right. whatever. My kids never knew I was hiding at a dumpster. <laughs> you were <laughs> in it. You were in it. You were next to it. Did I, you know that? I had Brooke on my podcast with Christy and that was the episode and we were talking about it. And Brooke was like, I never knew that happened. And if you think about it, I asked my kids about things later on and because they were in the dance room dancing, they didn't know half the 
tuned out to. Yeah. And they and didn't watch. Like, Thank a lot God. of stuff in right. there probably happened that we didn't realize happened. Yes. You know? Yep. Yeah. It's crazy. I'm like, how could you not know I was not sitting in the dumpster? She's like, I never knew that. And I asked Paige. Paige didn't know either. Wow. That's crazy. Yeah. That I'm is. Right that. That's crazy because that's one of those memories that's etched into my brain. I yeah. remember that because I remember how low you were at that moment. Like exactly. That, yeah. yeah. What was, and if you don't want to talk about it, we don't have to, but what was it that set you off that you were like done? I don't remember. Was that the last text? It might have been. I think that, that was, was in when LA. Paige, Paige had to yeah. sit yeah. the whole yeah. time. And, and it wasn't oh, just that, that it, what was but it? it wasn't only just because Paige had to sit. It was no, that it they, never is. They were doing that on purpose to piss me off. So mm-hmm. I would lose it because of the shit that was happening all week leading up to it. They mm-hmm. knew that that would put me over the edge. And, you know, me just being in that situation, there's nothing I can do. And it's like, you're making my daughter look stupid and you know you're doing it and you're doing it on purpose and I can't do anything to protect them, you know? It was always that way. And that's why I always got so pissed off. Rightfully so. Okay, let's move on to another question. A happier question. Yes. I Um, have one. Go, go ahead. Mine's like way off topic. Uh, Mine is from, I think it's Maya, Allison, Marie. She said a bunch of questions. I'm just picking one. But what is your biggest pet peeve? Oh my God, chewing. When I can hear you chewing, uh, it drives me. When I tell you, uh, oh, it, it drives me and my sister crazy too. I can't. Yeah, that's, that's can. a pretty, that's a I, tough one. And men are disgusting. Oh. Like, and then it's not like they could be eating like a cracker. They're not even a cracker. Let's say a grape. And it sounds like they're eating a freaking rock. So Greg was just eating a pretzel before we started. I said, that won't be happening when I do my podcast. He was like, I'm leaving. Don't worry. I'm like, I was like, oh, I had to like get up and move out of the room. I can't, can't. I hate that. I do hate that. So so when you guys hear it from someone, you know, it's easy to say, close your mouth. You're chewing loud. Uh, Like I was just up in Pittsburgh and my husband, or not my husband, no God, my sister's husband, Dom came out of the dining room and walked into where we all were sitting with the baby and crunched something. I looked at him and I was like, are you kidding me? Like, what are you eating? A rock? <laughs> He's like, no, a cracker. I'm like, oh my God. Oh, I'm the, the whole room was like, well, I, it, had, it was so crunchy. It was like a crouton or something. <laughs> He's like, no, it's just a cracker. I'm like, oh my. Oh. Was he mad that you addressed it with him? Oh, I always did. We wouldn't even let him eat croutons on his salad. He started getting to the point that when he ate his salad, he went and sat on the back porch. He couldn't enjoy a salad because we were all bitching at him for crunching too loud. I won't, Greg won't or eat not. cereal in front of me. He goes outside. Well, it's easy to tell your spouse or your children, but how about, do, have you guys ever gone somewhere and- it's just bad and it's you know you're either at a restaurant I kind of will give a look like yeah someplace (laughs) where like you really don't have any right to say hey close your mouth you're chewing a little loud or yeah chew quietly and then when they open their mouth and you can see the food like I should not be able to see your food in your mouth like no mouth wait I have a friend that chews gum and I want to choke her like okay. I can't say anything to it because I don't feel I'm not as close. Like I'm not like you guys. I would say, uh, is it me? No, I would tell you. <laughs> oh, I don't chew gum that much, but I don't chew gum. Yeah, it's like, oh, I, yeah, I, yeah, that's not good either. My wedding, I chewed my gum like that. I used to chew <gasps> gum every day, morning till night, and because I always felt like I had bad breath or whatever, so I would always have a piece of gum in my mouth, and I never chewed that's it. That's so funny. Really bad. And my wedding day, I don't know if I was nervous or what, but I'm on my video chewing my gum like a horse. I've not eaten a piece of gum since. No, really. I mean, I- surprised your mother didn't tell you to spit it But I don't think I ever did it that way before. It was just like, I was nervous and I was like talking to a lot of people and, you know, I just wasn't like consciously thinking about it. And I watched that video, I was like, Oh my goodness. Like I am never. Oh eating my God. No, I'm dead. I'm dead. <laughs> really funny. Here's food for thought. 
when else have you been on camera other than dancing? exactly exactly so maybe you did chew your gum like maybe that. i you did and that's why i stopped i'm like I, like i'm not chewing it anymore unless i have like really bad <laughs> breath or something i'll chew it but on a daily basis i do not chew it anymore oh that's funny oh. yeah holly what's your pet biggest pet peeve um rude people rude people mm. well you're used Lots to that in new york yeah. Rude Lots people. of that around. Why in New York are so rude. Really? See, I love them. I love New I, Yorkers. I, 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 I think they were rude. Like on the subway, they knock into you and like, you're like, oh, excuse uh, me. And they're like, get out of my way. Like, I don't find uh, New Yorkers. You, I, actually, I find them be helpful. I don't find them be rude. Really? Mm-mm. I don't find them be, I, I, think, I think they're direct. I do think they're yeah. so direct. But I don't find New Yorkers to be rude. No. Um, LA people are so rude. Yeah. Yeah, I I, I, that much. Yeah, it's interesting. People who are like very entitled, who will like go in front of you and cut the line, just uh, don't know how to say please and thank you. Will expect like if you hold the door, won't say thank you or let something throw in your like. Well, let it slam slam the door in your face. Yeah, (laughs) yeah, just like people who are just just rude, just absolutely rude. And it's that. How do you address it? Do you ever address them? Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. Depends on the situation. If other people are around, sometimes I can't help myself and everyone's like, oh my gosh, like, oh, you know, excuse me works really well. I will say, usually <laughs> some, I will speak up and say, oh, I was standing right here. And people are like, oh, I didn't see you. I'm like, I'm the six foot tall black woman. Not possible. So <laughs> there are things I will say because I just find yeah. it like, it's incredible. It's like, it's just, it doesn't make sense. So when I feel like people are being rude to me or trying to get over, or just, it just, it bothers me because I would not treat someone else with that level of That's disrespect. the key. Because you yeah. wouldn't do it to them. I wouldn't. To anybody. So yeah. why would they do it? I guess. And, and some things I think are intentional. I don't think it's something like, oh, they don't know better. I'm like, uh-huh. you definitely know better. And it's not that being sensitive and some things are like, you know, people are busy. They're in a rush. The world does not revolve around me. I know that there are things that are like, okay, this is over and beyond. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Holly, you remember we were in, I think we were in London. And we were in a bakery shop. That was in Paris. We were in Paris and we had, you had a big bag. Of course you did. <laughs> well, it wasn't that big. Wouldn't be Holly if she didn't have a bag. That did is you true. Remember, Melissa, do you that remember? One. Do you remember? And some okay. man said, you have to go outside because if you're, ba- what did he say? He, he said, wanted to see what was in your bag. He wanted to take my bag. He said, I need your bag. I need to check your bag. He's, He's like, I need to it. check your bag. I'm I'm security flash some kind of make some bag. He's uh-huh. like, I'm a security from the store and I need to see your bag in case you took something. I have to make sure you didn't take it. I'm like, you're not sending my bag. Mm-hmm. Like, oh. I'm like, you're not getting it. So he didn't want to steal your bag. He wanted to see if something was in it. No, he That's wanted to steal he it. Steal it. That's what he told me. Jill, I wasn't born yesterday. I'm from New York City. Like, I see, not- I was, I'm still and that, That's so exactly what you said at that moment. You're like, I would have given him my bag. I'm like, yeah, he picked the wrong mom. He should have asked you. <laughs> you <laughs> yeah, he wanted to steal it. And we were told about that, that they do that. Believe they- that. You wow. stood your ground. I was so proud of you. And I didn't know, obviously, to this day, I still don't know what was going on. <laughs> I was a little scared, but then Holly was there. I thought he wanted to see if you had 
like a gun or a weapon or I yeah, like security walking in. Or what did he again? want to see was in your bag? He just wanted to My steal wallet. it. Uh-huh. <laughs> That's it. So he wanted. That's what he wanted. He wanted my stuff in my bag. But it is wallet. That's right. So he was making this pitch that somehow he was security from some store and he flashed his badge and he wanted to see. And he was wearing plain clothes. He was not. Did he like have a, a badge? He, from my recollection is that he kind of flashed something yeah, really something. quickly that he was a security officer. And so someone told us. I don't know if they told us after this happened or before that that's what happens. So always have your bags. And if anybody asks for your bags, refuse because it's fake because they're trying to get over I, on the Americans. I thought maybe because it was a bigger bag. Yeah. You know, my, it wasn't my, my, a little satchel. It was a bigger bag. Right. Mm-hmm. And, my, and my thought was, first and foremost, I'm not giving you my bag. I will take my bag to a yeah, police precinct. I will yeah. take it to a police <clears throat> officer. I am not giving you random stranger. I do not know my bag. That is yeah. crazy. I would not do that. For And also I'm not giving you a bag. First of all, I didn't take anything. I don't have anything in my bag. There's nothing you need to see in my bag. And I don't <clears throat> know you. And that, that little, whatever you just showed me is irrelevant. So <laughs> no, you may not yeah. have my bag. You can get your authorities. I know my rights, even though I'm I was, like in your country and I guess right. I know I don't have to give a random stranger my bag that much I do know and wow. a pizza shop and a pizza shop and I had left a store like I had been gone out of a store for a while I'm like so you're just wandering and you just happen to find me and now you're one looking my bag. that's crazy I wasn't even in the store anymore uh, I'm a pizza shop you yeah. must have thought you stole a piece of pizza Holly that's yeah, crazy like, but it was it was crazy and it then was, there was like a promotion started and then he ended up being on going online and ordering a slice of pizza. Like, ah! like really? Sorry, that was loud. Sorry, people. Like, like really? So now yeah. that you couldn't get my bag. And he just wanted to steal from you. He just mm-hmm. wanted to steal. So that's it. I he can't just believe that. Wonder. Just what happens out of the countries. Well, good for you for standing up to that rude man. <laughs> yeah. What's your, what's your pet peeve? You didn't say yours. Mine? No, Jill. Oh, well. I have a lot of pet peeves (laughs) and the older I get, I hate to say it, the older I get, the more pet peeves I get, just being honest here, Uh but let me tell you lately, and my husband's going to be so mad at me, and maybe you guys, I bet you can attest to this, the older we get, the older our spouses and loved ones get, this is so crazy, but recently, because we just had this conversation I hate an older man and, you know, our guys are all in their fifties. They're not old men, but they're older. I hate when they wear a t-shirt without a collar. Why? Isn't that ridiculous? Yeah. I'm not going out with you in that I I don't like it to have a collar because I think that makes them look older. Like if you (laughs) have like like a V-neck t-shirt on, I think you look way cooler than if you have like a golf shirt on with a collar. I think that makes you look like an old man. Mm-mm. Well, so, I disagree. Unless you have big muscles and pecs and you're looking good, wear a collar on your t-shirt. Wait a second. So Greg, if we do stuff outside or like a project, he wears a golf shirt to do that. He I like one, that. I find it I funny like it. when he's like sweating outside and he's wearing, it's not a nice golf shirt, but it's his like, you know, I'm like, it has a collar. See, I, I love, love that. a man, Jill, an I love older that. man, older mm-hmm. like in our guy's age, to wear a, a collared shirt. That's My all. husband's 65, just saying. <laughs> that well, I, he I, should I, wear a collared shirt. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love I, you. I might Aren't you glad that. you asked? <laughs> that I was is, not expecting that, Jill. I have to say. Uh, I know. Whatever a million dreams, they'll see for me. Like Evan wears a collar shirt every single day for hours, for 12, 14 hours a day. There's no way on his days off would I expect him to pull on like a shirt with a collar. I wouldn't. I'm like, you need to relax, man. Just relax. Yeah. Whatever makes you yeah. feel good. It would never <laughs> cross my mind. Oh. I prefer him not to because oh. I want to see him be like chill. Exactly. Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, chill with, I'm not talking, you know, fancy structure. Just, I hate the ring neck on their I just don't like it. 
Oh my God. You want to okay. know what my pet peeve is? Yes, yeah. please. I, other than the chewing. I hate when bra straps show. See there? Is that That's the like weirdest thing? thing? Now too, and I know we... now it's a thing. It's a thing. But, like I just went away for the weekend. I was only gone for a day and a half. I took four different style bras, a racer back, a strapless, a regular, like I just, I cannot stand if I'm wearing a shirt and my bra strap shows or if anybody else does. Yeah. Isn't that funny? I don't know. It could be like, it's your underwear because the bra is, you know, bra it's and just underwear. like, why, why is your bra showing? Like, I mean, there's so many different types of bras now. Why do people want them to show? Well, because they're pretty. Because like you, they're no lacy of them are ugly. Some of them like their straps like look all dingy and ew. ew. Yeah, ew. yeah. It's like ew. no. It's like looking at someone's underwear. Yeah, I don't know why that drives me nuts. Well, I my kids don't even wear bras, which I don't understand. Oh. Mine don't a lot of times either. That's kind of a thing now too. Yeah, I'm not sure. But I would almost rather them not yeah. wear a bra than wear a bra that does not go with the shirt. I'm oh with my you. goodness that is so fun no I I don't even notice half the time but it's funny because I'll take a oh, photo or something and um I think I even posted that once like and I asked you know the people who watch our pages like what am I doing that was dry you know Kelly crazy and so I was like you're showing a bra stop like did yeah. somebody know that yeah I, I'm telling you I hate it, it drives me nuts I have oh always God. hated that even since I was little I don't know why yeah. now it's in style and I think that you can, like, I've done this, put a, a hairband around the back to make it a V so it doesn't yeah. show. And you that's easy. Yeah, yeah. There's so many things to do. Take a string and tie it, you know, whatever. Yeah. You can do it yeah. easily. Okay. Let's see. I'm going to do my question. Let's see what my question is. Oh, well, that was a fun question. You're that right. Was, that, that, was, that was so fun. Yeah. That was super fun. Oh, why can't I see my question? <laughs> sorry um, I'm still laughing at the last two those are the last two pet peeves oh my god that is such a good one. Oh, okay mine is I have lots I'll come back go ahead sorry Melissa no that's fine mine is Tabitha Bachman what was one of your favorite moments of the girls growing up like of all the girls together I don't know I think we can answer it however we want I could do one of all the girls together because I think it's I don't know I mean, I loved seeing the difference, like when they went on the bus, when they were itty bitty, like they would make, it was Mackenzie Page, Maddie and Nia would actually lay on the ground, the yeah, first, yeah. which is so gross. But then after they got a little older, they made tents, but the tents would be on top of the seat instead of on the mm -hmm. bottom of the, um, but they, you know, you just saw like the progression of them on the bus because it changed. Yes. with the snacks yeah. and the hoodies they would wear like the one-piece jammies on the bus oh, and then God, I remember they used to go around and collect money and make bracelets for yeah, all the for charity they wanted for to charity. charity yeah <laughs> and they yeah, give quarters big, to them big yeah. bag of change yeah I don't know I just think it was you could see like the progression just on the bus but they always had so much fun and they did stick to yeah. being, I felt they were a lot younger than kids their age. They were more mature because they went through so much, but they were also sheltered from kind of the outside world. I, I found it amazing how they were bored themselves. Bored on a bus. I mean, they had a lot of downtime. I mean, think uh -huh. of the hours we stood just waiting to walk into pyramid. It was hours. Oh. And yeah. they were but, so well behaved and just like, they would just, no matter what they were doing in the dressing rooms. I mean, we would be in there for four or five hours before we even had a dance and they would just play games or they were so well behaved something just to occupy themselves. Yeah. Do video stars. Yeah. Do dances. I mean, your kids would come over to my house. I have them actually on my computer at my old house. This computer was in my living room. Oh, at my old yes. house. I have so many historical, hysterical videos of all the kids dancing on this computer hysterical Aww. oh I love but that's what they would do when they weren't dancing or recording filming or taking class they come home and make up dances I know yeah. like they didn't dance enough yeah <laughs> but that's what they love that's what they they did it on the plane with their hands and stuff yeah mm -hmm. yeah I love that stuff yeah I guess I don't have a singular memory I think it's just a collective of just being with the girls all together and being able to travel together as a group the pride I had and just all of us going together and watching them 
my favorite memories are really just watching them dance together on stage. And yeah, me too. There was something so magical in that chemistry. I just wish when people watch them on television or YouTube and it's great and it's still fun to watch them. And I don't care. They could try to pick apart any person they want. I don't care because when you watch them, they dance in unison and it was beautiful. Always. Always. So like, that's just people just looking for, like, you're just looking for something because someone told you to look for something that isn't even really there, but to watch them dance on stage in person, if you ever had the chance to do that, there's just so, they were magical and that chemistry just to be there to see that all come together. And I watched because I, I think of this in particular, because I'll sit here, it's long-winded. Beyonce just finished her tour, like on Sunday. And Blue Ivy, they, there was a video of her from the first time she performed in Paris to the last time she performed on Sunday. And you see the confidence of that 11-year-old girl oh, from the first God. time to the end. And that is what I see, it reminded me of our girls. In a sense, like, boy, they never even had the chance to do a dance more than once before it was scored mm-hmm. by a judge. And imagine what kind of dancers they could have been or their dances could have, could have looked like if they had that time to build the confidence, number one. And, two, and have proper have, training. Oh, and sorry. have the time yeah. to do it over and over and over again so you finesse it and it looks amazing. But I always thought that it was great for Blue Ivy to do that because I'm like, that takes courage to go on stage to do something like that. But I just thought about our girls. I really did. I thought of our girls and the mm-hmm. beauty of what they were able to do with so limited time. With so little time under so much pressure. Yeah. Pressure on them. Mm-hmm. And don't think for a minute our kids didn't see the pressure their mothers were under. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like so for me, it was knew. just the, the experience is just to watch them dance. Yeah. That for me, yes. that's a privilege and a luxury. And I, I am so thankful. I miss that. that. Yeah. yeah. I miss yeah. watching them. I think I um, do too. But along those lines, when you know Kendall came on season two she didn't know your girl she didn't know Abby we you know we didn't really know anybody she had taken class a couple classes Mm -hmm. like in dance class with you guys with the girls but when what made me so happy is when on camera they announced that Kendall was going to be a new member of the team and your girls grabbed her and accepted her like They've known her for years that like they had been dancing together forever. And Mm -hmm. I loved that. That's when I knew that was a good group of girls. There Mm -hmm. was no jealousy, no animosity. I'm like, okay, this is before we ever filmed an episode. Yeah. I'm like, okay, this can work. That's nice. And I was so proud of the girls for being so. That's a good memory. Open to a new kid. They were Mm -hmm. great. Every single one of them. That's a great memory. Yeah, that was really good. That was a good question. Do we have one more question? I have a question. Did everyone answer? I didn't, but I really don't have anything exciting. I was going to say, I I really loved when we went to Teen Choice for the first time. Uh, The kids were just so thrilled. They were so itty bitty. I know. And they got Justin Bieber and I know. And just everybody, Selena Gomez, like they were just so excited. Bella Hadid. I have a picture of Kendall with Bella Hadid. Or maybe it was the other one. What's the other one? The blonde. Bella Hadid. Gigi. Gigi. Oh, Gigi. That's I I didn't even know who she was anyway. Another thing I want to say, I forgot about, I was watching somebody mails, emails me TikToks all the time. And I got a TikTok today and it was a, WPXI exclusive interview and it was with all the kids and all the moms and Abby for um, our premiere the kids were so cute like Joe you were saying how welcoming they were every one of those kids she went down the line and asked every one of those kids and every one of those kids whatever their comment was just said about being with their best friends and their sisters yeah like And it was just so sweet. Oh, I love that. They always thought that. It was just funny that each kid kind of said the same thing. Like, I just like dancing with my best friends and my, they're like my sisters. And then the next one would say that something similar. It was just really cute. Yeah. Oh, that's good stuff. That's that is. That makes you cry. Yeah. And they were so little. Oh my goodness. Yeah. And I think that's why people don't understand like 
why they stayed or like they love dancing with each other they yeah. really love dancing with each other they did yeah. they were a special yeah. special group of girls yeah oh my gosh nostalgia those yeah. days there they yeah. oh my gosh here's my question I do have a question for you guys oh gosh I was mm-hmm. teared up there <laughs> So I do have a question from Abby Gross. What is something about people or relationships that you wished you knew at 25? Oh, boy sucked. No, yeah. <laughs> at that age, at that age, no. oh, they don't. You love boys, Melissa. Who are you kidding? I love too many boys. <laughs> oh. I could start off. Like for me, it That's was the- one. It's a good one. And I was like, okay, so here's something where you can ask us anything. And like, here's a really about life and advice. I'm like, okay. You know, we, we always have information to share. I thought you don't always have to have everything figured out. And I will say this, I try to tell young adults this all of the time, whether they've gone to college or not, sometimes like they're, it's a new thing called quarter life when they're at almost 25. So it's not midlife, like you're not having a midlife crisis, but you're at quarter life. And people seem to think that you have to have everything figured out in life at 25. You don't. That's yeah. that's a fallacy. It's not true. Don't set yourself up for thinking that if you don't have everything figured out, somehow you're behind or yeah. you don't have direction. You're evolving. You're a young adult. Some things that maybe were interested for an interest to you five years ago may not be so more. And that's okay. And you outgrow certain friendships or relationships. And that too is okay. Maybe you need a new space, but it's okay not to have everything figured out and just allow yourself grace and flexibility as you do figure things out. Yeah. So allow yourself space to grow and to try new things. Mm-hmm. Mine kind of goes with that, Holly. Mine is don't grow up too fast. I think everybody's in such a rush to get married. Like it's like the fairy tale of having the wedding and, you know, you see somebody have a baby and you're like, Oh, I want one. Like, don't rush it. Like you're only young for so long. Like you're going to spend the rest of your life being married and enjoy things at 25 while you can, just because your friends are married or having babies don't mean you have to, if you didn't find the right person it's just not time for you yet so don't rush into it kelly that's what i think the same thing don't rush it you know enjoy your life and and once you have kids and you're an adult you're not going to be able to go and do whatever you want travel yeah yeah i mean you could totally take a kid but it's it's money and um don't rush because i couldn't wait to be 30 i mean why i mean why did i want to be 30 so bad i wish i was 25 you know i couldn't wait to be married And now I look back and think, oh, like maybe if I would have spent a little more time getting out of my wild oats or whatever, maybe I would be different now, you know, Mm -hmm. like, yeah, I don't know. I feel like I just, I don't know. Yeah. People feel like they have to check all these boxes off. Like I got to do this and this, and then this is what life tells me I'm supposed to do. And like, no, there's no Mm -hmm. set order that you have to do all these things by a certain Mm -hmm. age or you haven't achieved or accomplished things. Yeah. Or if your friends are getting married, it doesn't make you a loser because you're not getting married. Exactly. It makes you single. (laughs) Right. right. Enjoy it. Exactly. With age comes wisdom. Mm -hmm. And, you know, you can't expect at 20 or 25 or 30 to know everything, Mm -hmm. you know, just relax, listen to, I hate to say your elders, but, you know, listen to people with experience who have been there, like your mother or an older sister or a friend. I try to tell my kids that all the time. Like I've been through what you're going through. Like I've been in that situation, but they don't want to hear it. Yeah. But you still kind of listening. They're listening. listening. They just don't maybe act on it or won't tell you, but People and I, just to say at 52, I still don't know everything. So well, like at 25, not. you certainly don't mm-hmm. So definitely listen to your elders. I'm, 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 I'm looking for somebody yeah. older than 52. <laughs> yeah. And it, an experience goes a really <laughs> long way. Like yeah. you don't know how you're going to react or do or no. until you live it. And then you mm-hmm. have to learn from your mistakes and learn from other people's mistakes, Mm -hmm. learn how you want to be, how you don't want to be, 
it's all life. It's just like a learning process and suck it in and be your best self that you can. I learn something new all the time. I mean, not every day, but you know, they always say you learn something new every day. I mean, I try, but I do. I learned something new yeah, even about sure. myself and how like, I don't care if somebody doesn't like, I used to care so much. I want but, everybody to like me. I can care less who likes me, but right. I have my people. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But even if something's good for you, Melissa, it doesn't mean it's good for me. Right. Right. You know, so you can't go by like, oh, well, Holly, you, this works out good for you. So that's going to work out good for me. It, mm-hmm. Exactly. It doesn't work that way. Everybody's so different. Yeah, I agree. And I think to dovetail on that too, it kind of goes with what other people were saying. I think Melissa, you don't have to like everybody and everybody doesn't have to like you. Because that's what you don't like everybody. So, yeah. you know, it's okay for, and I think that's, I don't know, in this day and age, I think with social media, a lot of young people think that everybody has to like them and you have to like you don't have to like everybody nope that's a fallacy too that's not true and everybody doesn't have to like you and that's okay and I think it's really hard for people to accept that people not everyone's going to like you and that's and it's hard as a young person I think to feel you know but when you get older like us and it is what it is. I have my, my group and I always tell my kids you have this little group of friends really truly yeah, You don't need to have, like Kenzie used to have this big group of friends and she has a really small group now and she's mm-hmm. so much happier. Mm-hmm. And if you know yourself, you're going to be okay with what works well for you. Yeah. That That's is what Kelly was saying. That, yeah. That was a great question. Yeah. I like that question. I saw, I was like, oh, she had a bunch of good questions. Yeah. I saw yeah. that. She's oh, good. She was hey, amazing. Keep, keep them coming. We yeah. lost these questions. And go. each week we're going to tackle a question each. So, right. I mean, I'm we just, ramble on about, yeah. <laughs> you never know what you're going to get, but you got to tune in to find out what you're going to get. Right. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. That is so funny. You never know what's going to come out of our mouths, but it makes us think. I, I like that. Uh-huh. Thank you everybody for tuning in. This was a fun yeah. one. It's been, I love to see you guys. It's so fun. Yeah. Until next time. Right. Yeah. yeah. Does someone Thank want you. to explain how, how they find us on Patreon? Melissa, do you want to explain just real quick? Yeah. Um, if you just go to all of our, our socials, we all have links to the bio in our bio to Patreon. Um, it is, Kelly, you just said it. Yeah. I think it's patreon.com backslash dear dance moms. Yes. Okay. And it Still is in all us. of our, our links to our, yeah. and each okay. week, like as a, um, mini member, you get to watch us on the podcast. And as an elite member, you get a bunch of extra bonus material every week. Yes. But thank you guys so much for joining okay. us again this week. Yay. We love all right. you all. Until next time. Bye. Bye. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.